This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. And it's time for Today on Twitter, where I'm going to just preface it by saying this is a very light discussion, but also kind of one for the ages. It's been raging on forever. And it is a question about who should pay for the first date. Now, this started from a tweet by at Local Rakyat asking for suggestions of activities we can do to get to know somebody. In response, Nina, someone named Nina, tweeted, Lunchtime, peak hour, a shop with no air conditioning. Look at the way he treats the waiter. If he's impatient for the food to arrive, bye. He's a noisy eater, goodbye. He asks to split the bill, goodbye. Um, she, then, she then added, before you guys get angry at me about splitting bills, let me explain. If you insist on splitting bills on the first date, then that's up to you. It's just weird that you like the girl, you ask her out, but you're unwilling to pay. Yeah, I mean, at the risk of being fact-checked again, this is actually a, a European classic that has a seat. I know, I know, you're going to, you know, you, you think I'm making this up. Sharad, to be clear, previously I wasn't fact-checking you. I just wanted to complete your quote. No, yeah, and so in this uh, in this uh, scene, and, you know, it's, it's set in France, a couple are having a dinner, and this guy, he's completely in love with this young woman, right? But beyond the window is the poor of France and that the, you know, the people from the rural areas and the displaced and the, you know, the panhandlers and whatever. And uh, the girl, this pretty young girl, decides to draw the curtains so that and cuts them off from the scene outside. And at that very moment, he stops being in love with her. Mm. Isn't, that, isn't that a fantastic moment? It is a fantastic moment. And if moment. I could remember exactly who wrote that, <laughs> I, I, will, I will Google it as we talk. Okay, um, while we wait for Sharad to come back to us <laughs> with a citation for that example, um, the, the conversation on Twitter this time is quite robust. I will say that it is a lot of women weighing in on it and that generally speaking, people are kind of pro-splitting the bill, which doesn't surprise me, although I think it represents perhaps a shift in in dating and in, you know, the times we live in. So for example, Shana Tooth says, please, before accepting any offers, um, for dates, check your check the balance in your account. Check your money. Ask where we're eating. Would you spend your money there? Can you afford to eat there? If not, just be honest. Say you can't afford it. Ask to eat elsewhere. If he still insists, ask him to pay. As long as he doesn't say he'll pay, have some cash ready. As an adult, he expects you to have your own money to buy your own meals. It's all different opinions. Haha. So that's very interesting because uh, it's not just a question of who pays, but do you negotiate where you go? Do you decide that this is the most appropriate uh, place to start off uh, a friendship, a potential friendship, a p- potential love affair? Do you go to the most expensive place so mm. you can... The fanciest place, The fanciest yeah. so you can flex or do you go <laughs> to some place where it's kind of neutral because you don't even have to ask, right? I mean, if the person can afford it. If, you, if you're going to a meal where a dish costs 15 ringgit, uh, chances are it's not going to break anybody's bank account unless you st- unless you picked a street urchin off the street and asked them for a date. This is not likely to happen. So, you know, neutrality... 
of flex potential. I, I really like that because I feel as if in this in this conversation there are a couple of different um, contexts to keep in mind. One is that hadn't occurred to me actually is what you just said, which is the the picking of the spot, right, and what it says about. I don't know, expectations, what it says about what you want to say about your cost of living, your quality of life, you know, all of that stuff. The other, of course, is just old-fashioned gender dynamics, right? Because for a very long time, it was expected that um, men would pay. And then I think over time, there was a growing resentment of that, frankly, on both sides, like increasingly so. And and that's how we find ourselves now in the situation where two, generally speaking, working adults or, or two students or what have you, um, agree that, okay, this is the general understanding that we go out and we split the bill. I think, though, that your point about the, the picking of the place, what is it, neutrality or flex, um, is interesting because it makes me think also of um, how friends choose to go on holidays and how sometimes after a certain period of time, you start to recognise that maybe you're not part of a group anymore <laughs> because, frankly, you can't afford the holidays that everybody else seems to be able to. So it hadn't occurred to me that the choosing of the first date in some ways signifies those things as well, things that get brought up further down the line. Yeah, so the, the holiday thing is a, it's a separate conversation and, and that's quite fascinating because group dynamics also oh, yeah. suggest that people might hide their lack of capacity and so they might get into debt and credit cards are really good for that. You get into debt over your head uh, in order to be part of the group, right? You might not want to sacrifice the, the group uh, and your membership in it for that. But when it comes to uh, this other thing, I mean, we you know, assuming the kind of heteronormative uh, uh, framework that we're using, uh, th there are all kinds of other dynamics apart from the gender one, which is, has to do with age. Now, if you're dating across uh, demographics, uh, because it does <laughs> what happen, a way to put, yeah, what I a way mean, to put it happens, it. right? right. Um, uh, then, then does the older person pay? Uh, so I, I was reading uh, among the tweets about how some people believe that if they're working and you're a student, then they should pay. Because you're, you're not earning money yet. Yeah, and I, I think that's fair enough. And I, I think uh, for us who were who benefited from the from those who were working while we were students and who you know uh, you know helped us through all those um, bills, <laughs> um, I think the, the payback time is when you are working and then you do the same. But there's also I, I think these fascinating dynamics around, um, say for instance, uh, the choice of meal. Right. So do you go for something? Say if you, especially if you're in this day and age, you know, uh, dating somebody across dietary uh, restrictions. How do you deal with that? So this is where the age-old coffee date comes in, where you don't necessarily commit to a full meal. <laughs> and instead, you do a tea time thing, which enables everybody to come not hungry and stressed out, just stressed out, and you know, <laughs> then, then just have a drink. And, and it's a little bit easier to accommodate these sorts of different different eating things. Okay, but you see, the problem with eating is that, yes, you, the coffee might be kind of neutral and just about everybody, including vegans and raw Drinks food people. Drinks a beverage of some kind. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, everybody can do that. But what if you discover during the meal that the person has all these dietary restrictions? Then you're looking at a future of <laughs> deprivation. Like, say you're going out with a raw food vegan sort. I mean, what would you do? I mean, you would have to, I mean, sacrifice would be like for somebody like myself who 
who, you know, because of my Catholic upbringing, I eat every creature that walks on the planet uh, and more if I could. So um, what do you think, you know, what happens then? I mean, how do you negotiate that? We, I'm sorry, I know we're straying from the initial question, which is who should pay, but how do you deal with that? No, no, I'm, I'm happy to stray, partly because, um, again, if you look through, so the original tweet that began this is quite heteronormative, is um, in some ways almost slightly conservative, right? Because it veers towards the guy should pay. But the conversation that it's generated has actually been more along the lines of most people seem to think a split is fair um, or that there should be considerations made for, uh, you know, who's working, things like that, uh, as well as who extended the invite. So there are some people who firmly believe that if you extend the invite, regardless of gender, you should pay. But you're a splittist, aren't you? I'm, I'm a, I'm indeed I'm a, a splittist. <laughs> and I'm a splittist too, right? And because what I think we want to do is we don't want some form of obligation to set into the friendship yeah. and the dynamic from the get-go. We, we could leave that to later because there's, and there's a very Asian thing, which is, you know, I don't know if you've been in a situation, people keep grabbing the bill, like, you know, and it's, you. I want to pay for oh, it um, and such, you know. Sherrod, in my family, we have an elegant solution. We pretend to go to the washroom. There is no more grabbing. You, you just pay quietly <laughs> as, as you come out as of the, come washroom, out. Yes, the washroom. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that. That. We'll play that trick. But okay, so coming back to the original question, who should pay for the first date? I'm not sure, sure about this invite being the putting the, the burden on, mm. on the person who, who made the invitation because it seems si- silly. I mean, I'm a hardcore splittist. Um, I have always done it. I probably, I don't know why I said I always will, that that implies. Well, anyways, I, I have that always. That you'll never change. And- <laughs> well, no, actually, it sounds like I have many more first dates in my future <laughs> when that's not the case. But I, um, I, I believe in splitting. I, I think that it's the, the fairest way to go about things. It also means that when you decide to treat the person for a special occasion, it has more meaning. It's more special. Um, so, yeah, I'm a big believer in splitting. I don't think I've ever had anybody pay for me like that. Um, I didn't come from that generation. Do you have women friends who uh, go one way or the other? Meaning either they insist... Women friends. Women friends, (laughs) you know, women friends. uh, Friends who are women uh, who uh, insist that the that the man pays? Are, are they still women like that? Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that it's an indication of, um, in some cases, it's the, the word that I think people have grown to not always like. Um, it's considered the gentlemanly thing to do. Um, in other instances, I think it just indicates a, a certain degree of seriousness. I, I Again, I'm not for it. Well, okay, so the word gentleman, when I grew up, wasn't a bad word. In fact, we had this other word that my father used to deploy quite a bit called chivalrous. You know, Mm. it was the chivalrous thing to do, like opening a door. And I know things have have moved on since, uh, you know, his time. But uh, yes, the gentlemanly thing to do. I don't know. I mean, I understand why it rankles with some people. It assumes, you know, male, male privilege of course, which does exist, which we perhaps some of us want to dismantle, but it does exist, uh, and so on and so forth. What about the other way around? I mean, are there women friends of yours who insist on paying? Yes. Yeah, so it's uh, a big the, spectrum. Well, what is the, the, the rationale behind that? 
Uh, I think the rationale is just I'm a working person and I want to prove that I'm independent. Therefore, I can pay and I will pay. But pay for, for, yeah, for your partner as well. Yes, I, I think so. But again, I don't know how much of this applies to first date, right? As opposed to things over time when, broadly speaking, if you're in an equitable relationship, I think the accounts kind of shake ah, out. So we, the first date is important because we're, what, what the premise of this discussion is that two people who don't really know each other, for whom everything that's done at that is an meeting. important first impression. Yeah. yeah, you know, and the paying is part of it. The choice of food, uh, what you compromise on. Would you have your own meal? What if what if you wanted to share dishes and the other person was? I'm going to say this again: a vegan, <laughs> raw food type of person. You know, would you then say, okay, I'm not going to have my lamb cutlet. I'm just going to have, you know, uh, vegan food with you. I mean, that, all these things are important in establishing whether you can have a, a relationship. Isn't that what it's all about? The first date's about trying to establish whether you want to have a second date. This is true. So we've thrown up a bunch of thoughts in response to what was initially quite a simple question. I will just put it all out there. Um, who do you think should pay for the first date? And I'm going to pluck out one particular element of what Sharad said earlier as well, which is to say, how do you think about choosing the place for a first date? Do you go up? Do you go middle? You know, what do you do? Let us know that number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Billions from me, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.52. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod and we have been having a... Robust, spirited, <laughs> spirited, yes, discussion about first dates. Um, and the question is, who do you think should pay for the first date? This is after a conversation that began on Twitter has broadly uh, brought out people who believe that, you know, you split the bill, although others kind of very strongly disagree. And uh, we're asking you, who do you think should pay for the first date? And how do you choose where to go? Um, you know, do you go upmarket in order to flex? Do you go somewhere more neutral in order to be more neutral? Uh, that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we have a caller on the line with us actually. We've got Anna. Anna, good evening. What are your thoughts? Hi, uh, good evening. So what I think is that if uh, both the lady and uh, the, the guy is work, they are working, I think it's okay that the lady offer to pay for her for her part, or if not for both of them. So maybe they can go somewhere mid range like Nando's or Antipodan, those kind of cafe. So it's in the beginning of a relationship, you want to get to know someone. So it's better to have it casual and where somebody is, um, I mean, affordable and comfortable to be in the environment. So not too posh and not mama. So somewhere in the middle would be good, yeah. Uh, but why not, Mama? I mean, it seems to me that's where real people do hang out. Yeah, I think Mama is okay for friends. Uh, when you have your first date or the second date, it's better if you have somewhere which is more, how to say, um, it's a bit of an exclusivity to just for the both of you instead of first date in the Mama. So that's what I think, yeah. Anna, thank you so much for calling and for sharing. Um, I have enjoyed... Um, I haven't been on a first date to a mama, but I have been on early dates to mamas, and I like it. I, I do like uh, a more relaxed environment after the charged kind of expectations of the, the first couple of meetings. Yeah, I think what's mo most important is the food is good. But okay, I want to ask you this. What about the option of cooking? 
can a first date be held uh, in somebody's home when some one of the two offers to cook? Would that be too much? I don't think it's too much. Um, I do think that for some people, there are safety considerations. Oh, because you're going into somebody's Someone's house. house. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, so there is that. Although I think that if you're friends, you know, you knew each other from before, then it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing to be cooked for. Uh, we've also got Roberto who sent in a voice note. Okay. In this age, I will go by split bill. But don't get me wrong. Now we do not know if the lady will feel offended that we gentlemen pay for the bill. And also don't get me wrong. What if there's the lady who invited us to take lunch or date or dinner or whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, This tradition of the man paying for the date I think, I don't know, I mean, I'm an old schooler, I will say yes, but I think times have evolved, and I think that there could be an agreement before engage, having all this movement to egalitarianism and all these things, it's kind of complicated to navigate that. If you can sense from my voice how complicated it is without trying to to feel into any stereotype, but um, I mean, I personally, I, I personally uh, love chivalry, and I will pay for the first date. I mean, if I could, I mean, right now I'm, I'm happily married, and I don't need to pay for any more dates. I still send flowers to my wife without a reason and whatever. But uh, I don't know, man. It's complicated, I guess. <laughs> Roberto, thanks so much for um, sharing your complicated <laughs> feelings about it. I see where you're coming from. Uh, we do also have another caller on the line with us. We've got Ferdows. Ferdows, good evening. What are your thoughts? Uh, hello, good evening. Okay, um, to be honest, I just had my first date after so long yesterday. So I choose. Congratulations. To go... <laughs> yeah. So I, I chose to go to uh, KFC since KFC is a simple one. I believe all of Malaysia are going to love KFC. And then for the first day, obviously, the guy has to pay. Mm. And then the sequential of the date, um, I bet it's going to be best if you ask for the date and you have to pay. And after you establish your uh, trust or uh, some chemistry, then yeah, maybe split or whatever. Go uh, beyond it. Ferdas, did your date offer to pay? Or, or was it just like an uh, no, expected thing? No, and I'm not expert for that as well. Mm, okay. Cool. Ferdas, thank you so much for calling. So, yeah, um, I, I love the, the variety of eateries that we're hearing about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not to promote anybody or, uh, or uh, to criticize them. Um, but I would like, uh, you know, to... Uh, I mean, I think, is it important that you go to somewhere interesting? So I know neutrality is good for whatever power dynamics issues that people... Hey, don't, don't use that voice. You brought that up. <laughs> I mean, people always think that, you know, I mean, I think we live in an age where power, we read power into everything, right? So we don't read somebody's attempt to pay for a meal as an act of generosity. It's a flex in order to get leverage on something and, you know, some nefarious agenda potentially. So there's a lot of suspicion, I think, uh, that's been bred into uh, the way in which we as urban people operate. But I don't know. I'm going to have to do a speed round because uh, this segment clearly needed. We should have done it as an inside story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, we 
even an hour and a half for yeah, this. Yeah, I think okay. so. Um, okay, Vasuki says, person who initiates the date. Uh, Perry says, most expensive place, but tell them way above my normal price bracket. I just wanted to impress you. Uh, JK Lok says, middle upper, Nini, higher end venue. Anon agrees with those capable financially to assist the one who's new in the workforce. Uh, let's see. Kieran says, here's my pro gamer move. First date, nice place. Uh, if I'm interested in her and want to see her again, I pay. I tell her she can pay for the second date and choose the place. If she accepts, then I know she also wants a second date. It's a good sign. So, pro tips coming through. Kirin. Is it Kirin? Is that how you say the name? Karen? I, I think it's Kirin. Kirin? Yeah. Oh, it's a game, isn't it? I mean, that's that's an interesting uh, way of uh, describing this whole process. Keep those thoughts coming and keep it here. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.